introduce it for the both of us and I just get to sit here and yeah watch you just, sing into just, your little I started doing it yeah I started doing it during um, Bachelor in Paradise and now I just always do it <laughs> it just it's part of me now um Lisa here we are again and I am for a second time about to tell you that I enjoyed this episode really? <laughs> yes Good. I'm like I feel like I don't know I don't know why I feel like we are getting back to like I hate saying the good old days because there's always so much wrong with the good old days but I feel like <laughs> we're getting back to the days of Bachelor Nation where I'm like excited for the next week's episode where I'm not like dreading it like oh god what's gonna happen you know what I mean like I'm I'm enjoying it like that hasn't been the case for quite some time is that fair to say this is the goal <laughs> right like I am no longer being thrust down a staircase against my will like, no just... yeah well I think part of it is because she's just like oh, she's God. not wasting time she is not messing around she's no. just like she is not Shall I walk you she out is now not. or do you need to put your shoes on <laughs> like and not only that but like with such grace with such she's beauty and she's grace like seriously handles herself so much better than most people I do you know on this show yes <laughs> like and I'm living for every single moment so shall we get in shall we get in let's get in <laughs> away we go off to the races oh wait I lied to you I have to say two things before we get off to the races okay. um well mainly just the one thing apparently uh, this idea i'm gonna call it an idea because it hasn't been officially confirmed it's just everywhere i look on uh -oh. on instagram against my will against my will okay i'm not seeking out this information oh my gosh. <laughs> um that blake is really 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 in the running to be the next bachelor after clayton and i really really need that to not be the case lisa <laughs> Like it has gained steam. It's literally everywhere. And I just like, don't get me wrong, Lisa. I like Blake. I like him. I do. I just don't think, I just don't think that A, he's going to find love this way because all of the data up until this point has showed us that he will not find love this way, right? It's just not proving to be successful for him, but he won't it's not. let it go. Or and, or, and here's the other thing that kind of came into my mind today, because I had a long time to percolate, okay, with these feelings, thoughts and feelings in my head. Process through it. Mm -hmm. I low-key am like, boo-boo, was this your plan all along? Like, were you using Katie mm. in some way? Like, I don't know. It just feels, it feels too soon. Like, you're, you're engaged to this woman. Like, if I were Katie and they announced that he's The Bachelor after Clayton... I would be so angry. Yeah. Like I would be totally. Well, not even angry. I'd be depressed and hurt because I'd be like, "So did I mean nothing? Like, what? Like, it just feels too soon. Like, even if they're filming that way later, it doesn't feel right to no. me. There's something about I it that feels wrong. I think they need to cut wrong. him off. Yes. Like, 
He's like, I can't quit you. Or what? Do you know what line I'm talking about? I don't know how to quit <laughs> you. Movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's Brokeback Mountain. I forgot. Um, But like, it just feels like something about it feels off and it almost kind of is like maybe Thomas wasn't the one that was there for the wrong reasons y'all <laughs> and I don't want to put that in the atmosphere yeah okay go ahead tell me tell me what your thoughts are I'm just rolling out here rolling rolling and they're gonna do it because people are invested or they may do I mean, it because yeah. people are invested but have you heard anything about anyone swooping in on Katie no, actually. But then again, I'm going to be honest, like I haven't really been super, super in the know this week because I had a bit of a busy week. So I'm only kind of catching up to things <laughs> right before we That's recorded. Um, so as of now, no, I honest to God, Lisa, like because they there also were talks for Michael A to be bachelor. And I was like, but like, what if Michael A just kind of swooped in on Katie, though? Like low key, high key. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> It's like Michael swooped in and the two of them could finally run off onto the sunset together. <laughs> but I doubt it because she's in, in Florida living her best life with all her Bachelor Nation friends. So like she's in Florida. Which I love for her. I believe San Diego. Sorry. She's in San Diego. I'm sorry. <laughs> Basically the same thing. I get all these. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like it, there's just something about this. If this really comes to pass that Blake, Blake is named the next Bachelor, I'm going to be a little annoyed because there are people now from Michelle's season that I would much rather see as Bachelor. Rodney, for example. Oh, I would love, I would love a Bachelor season, season with Rodney. Like, I would live for that. And it, and okay, speaking of the good old days, again, I hate saying that phrase, but you know, the sentiment is there. I hope that you understand right. what I'm saying. I remember the days, <laughs> like I'm like five million years old, when Bachelor Nation would wait to pick a bachelor for the reactions of Bachelor Nation and pick the person that like the majority of Bachelor Nation was rallying behind. What is this new world we live it's in where no they're pre like preemptively picking randos? Like I have yet. I mean, we could have, I don't. There's not really much to say about Clayton in this episode. He gets like maybe one little or two little shining moments here, but like. I have yet to be invested in Clayton to the point where I want him to be Bachelor. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I could not care less. I couldn't. I Is that the right way to say that? I always say that phrase wrong. <laughs> I couldn't care less about Clayton at this yeah, moment in time. And so, like, I, ugh. so it's just frustrating. And I would like to go back to the times where they would wait for us to tell them who we want. Right? Like, hello? Hello? Papa, can you hear me? Papa, are you there? I'm like tapping on the microphone because I'm like, hello. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know what is happening, but it's like someone just get went in there and just blew it up and they're just doing yep. whatever they want. Yep. Yeah, it's it's literally anything goes. Anything Everyone's goes. running around like the city, like the bachelor city is on fire. That's how they're running around right now. And it's just driving me crazy. And I just can't sleep. Wow, we're anyway, I'm full a of lot songs of musical today. Interludes. Full of songs. Woo! I can't help it. I'm all I'm all pumped up on my fancy beverage that I'm drinking in my new fancy Starbucks very, cup. Hashtag not very, sponsored. <laughs> very fancy. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's get into this episode. There are some other things that I want to talk about, but I will remember to hit them when we get to the points where they matter. So let's get into this group date <laughs> that I titled The Jag of It All. <laughs> okay. I had a lot of thoughts about this. Continue. Onward. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for your thoughts. I'm just going to, before I hear your overall thoughts, I would just like to say, <laughs> I, 
I have been known to say that if you put any man in a tuxedo, he automatically turns into a 10 nine times out of 10. Okay. I now feel that way about the Jag suit. You put any man into a Jag suit. You put any man into a suit and he turns into a 10 nine times out of 10. But there's that one tenth where he doesn't. Well, because like, sometimes you'll run into a guy who like isn't an ill-fitted suit and you're like, oh man, so close. You know what I mean? Like, dang, you were that close to being a 10. But I feel the same way now about Jag outfits. I'm like, you put someone in a Jag onesie and I will be like, let's get married. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is that wrong? I, if it's no. wrong, I don't want to be right because I, I loved those outfits. I loved those outfits and I loved her onesie that she, or what you a romper. She, she was wearing a romper. Loved that. It was all great. So those are just, uh, oh, and then my other thought, <laughs> the two actors that made an appearance into this group date uh, who apparently are coming out with some JAG movie that I didn't know existed, but now I know. Oh my gosh. I know. Um, like, if those two I actors. I love that they're just using The Bachelor as a movie promotion tool. Yeah. Just any kind of promotional tool, honestly. But like, I feel like if these two actors were in the cast, there would be no season. It would just be who's she going to pick between these two guys. Like, that would be the season. (laughs) (laughs) But I digress. What were your thoughts? I'm dying to know what your thoughts are for this. Yeah, basically. What were your thoughts? Tell me, tell me. I just was like, they're literally just trying to promote a movie. (laughs) Yeah. And like, what a dumb activity. (laughs) I mean, yes and no. I will agree. There was one, the the um, the G4 machine, I think, was telling, even though I hated every second of it. <laughs> um, but I, I see why I see why you feel that way. But were, were there other feelings you had before I get into the notable moments? I just feel like Peachapreneur needs to take it down four <laughs> notches. He is a child. He is literally A.A. Ron 2.0. He is literally, I feel like I'm <laughs> going to lose my mind. The Terminator, when he comes back and he's indestructible, like he is <laughs> child was, monster personified. Yeah. I cannot. I can't stand him. He is a child monster. And the whole Uh-oh. time, all I wrote God down almighty. for my notes were just like, Pizzapreneur needs to go. He can go. <laughs> Pizzapreneur, take it down a notch. Um, Gretchen used to say a phrase to me that I now repeat all the time in my daily life. Um, exunt stage right, if you please. <laughs> what did she say? Get exunt stage right. <laughs> Seriously, no. I love it. I can't. I can't. But okay, okay so here. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. to say. Yeah, that yeah, now yeah. My notes are malfunctioning. Hold, hold. Okay. Well, let me tell you the notable moments, and then we'll get back to your notes. Okay. okay. I promise. They're just really quick. One. I kind of liked how Martin checked in on Michelle the day after. I thought that was cute. He's kind of growing on me. I remember at the beginning of this that I thought he was going to be like trouble and I was wrong. So Martin, I'm so sorry that I judged you solely on your looks and thought you were going to be a monster and then you weren't. (laughs) He, I mean, I like that they called him Frosty. All of these nicknames. Oh, yeah, the nicknames. The nicknames. Like, Where did these nicknames I needed come from? All like, of them. okay, Doughboy. I'm like, what? And then they're like, yeah. let's get a Lil Willie. <laughs> I was Willy. like, Lil Willie? Uh, Frosted tips. Yeah, I needed all of the nicknames. I'm like, how come you're only giving us three of them? I need every single yeah. nickname <laughs> with a quick Doughboy. But sorry, back and to Lil your... And Lil Willie. Yeah. That's, and Frosty. Yeah, and I love how... I love how Illumide was like, he ain't no Doughboy. That ain't right. And I was like, that's right. I, I, yes, Olu, I agree with you. 
he called he said it like it is olu mm-hmm. but tell me sorry you're no, not so i just notes, felt please. like this whole sh- this whole show feels like men trying to prove themselves in a job interview e- but with like physical activity yeah 100 percent. yeah with smooches <laughs> yeah smooches and, and hot tubs. violence yeah. both in word and action but it's like they're <laughs> all of these really cheesy cliche phrases they like to toss around and mm-hmm. they just feel like they mm-hmm. have to promote mm-hmm. themselves mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's yeah. too much yeah, yeah it's too much agreed agreed um the g4 machine let let me t- lisa lisa I, you know me. You know I love a roller coaster. I do. I do. I do. Ooh. However, if you put me in that thing, I would have vomited everywhere. Like there would not have been a place that was not covered in my vomit. Like there's no way. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? You could tell that they were just completely had zero idea <laughs> of what was happening, where their body was going. Like they just didn't have any yep. sort of like stabilizing force like they just were just (laughs) they looked completely confused i was like this is actually pretty vulnerable (laughs) yeah no and like and along those lines i you know how i feel i don't i'm not like super into it when someone starts talking to me in another language (laughs) just because i get confused (laughs) when pizza printer did it I felt like he was doing it to be, like, show-off-y. I feel like he was trying to be like, look at me speaking Italian to you while I'm being thrust asunder in this G4 machine. <laughs> and it was, like, showboaty. Whereas when Will did it, um, I didn't think of this until I listened to Dear Shandy. And they brought up this point of how, like, sometimes when your your body is put into a physical asunder that way, you kind of revert back to, like, your native language. Oh. And so, like, so when Will did it, I didn't think he was trying to be showboaty. I think that was just what was coming out of his mouth because he had to speak, right? That was the challenge. You have to speak yeah. while you're in this thing. And so, like, and he was so vulnerable. And when she, when it stopped and she was like, do you need a bucket? And he said, I need you. Initially, I was like, gross. But then I thought about it. I was like, that's actually kind of cute. I know. <laughs> I, like, hate it, but I love yeah, it. Yeah, like, I'm I in the know. same boat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> That was kind of great. <laughs> and like, I'm just good on him for surviving because he was talking about how he like brought his Dramamine and like didn't have it on him and was like fully panicked. And I was like, that me though. I feel you, Will. I feel, I feel you, you <laughs> little Willie. I feel you. <laughs> but actually, um, and Pizzapreneur just pouting up a storm that like Will copied him. I'm like, he didn't copy you. Grow up. Grow up. I have I have the phrase grow up written like 50 million times in my notes. Seriously, (laughs) it was it was cringy and tired. Oh, okay. Yes. But okay. But did you ever watch Doug the cartoon? Oh, yes. Okay. People. Yes. On the Twitter, we're comparing Pizzapreneur <gasps> to the villain from that cartoon. And now I can't unsee it. I'm like, oh, my God, it's him. It's him. It's him. It's it's him. I'm like, if they ever did a live action of Doug, they would have to hire oh, Pizzapreneur. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> to play Roger Clark. Because he literally looks just like He does. <laughs> How are people so clever? I don't know, but I love it. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. Um, moving right along to the pointless hitting with sticks. I don't know why this was a challenge. It was very silly. 
But Clayton and Olu and Will came up on top. I was like, huzzah. I mean, obviously Clayton did because he's a mountain. Hello. Uh, <laughs> but Will took out Peter so oh many times. My gosh, it was, it was so satisfying. <laughs> like throwing him around like a rag doll. I was living for it. <laughs> and then huzzah, tally ho. Will gets the bomber jacket and extra time. Huzzah. I wasn't mad. They looked like they had cute chemistry and I was happy about it. Any any other thoughts about that whole situation? No, I felt great about it. Excellent. Shall we move on to what I am calling the cocktail party of stupid? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because... I mean, honest to gosh, golly goodness, I feel like the only relevant part of this cocktail party was the stupid showdown between Pizzapreneur and Will. And like, it was just so annoying. And then freaking Peter throws Will's bomber jacket into the pool. And like, it was so unnecessary. Totally. Totally. But like, but that's how I think Pizzapreneur is. It's like you offend him the one time and you're dead to him and he's going to just pick, 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 pick at you. Oh, pick, yeah. Pick, pick, pick at you until you'll explode. Like that's his whole MO and it's so dumb. And Nate said as much. I mean, Nate was on fire in this episode. That's the other thing. I was like, yes, Nate. I'm living for this. He was. Didn't he was he like, just like, I'm not holding back anymore. Yeah, well, because like, and he gave Will really sound advice that was like, don't engage. Just don't engage and you'll be seen as the bigger man. Don't engage. And like, and I appreciated that. And I appreciated that Will listened to him. And I totally, okay, initially I was kind of like, okay, why are we crying over the jacket? Okay, like, right? I was like, really? this is dumb. Why are you crying? Willie, what's going on, but then I But then I thought about it and I was like, if this pizza man has been pick, pick, picking at him relentlessly just like little things pick 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 and then throws the jacket in the pool you know and I did some research I guess bomber jackets are not so uh how you say susceptible to water as I thought they were yeah um (laughs) like they you know you know give them a good dry clean and then hang them up like some a lot of them are water resistant not all of them so like I don't know if this one was or not it looked pretty wet like it looked pretty soaked um but I I I had to take a step back and be like you know what if Peter was like pick pick picking at me and then he did this and it was the last straw I don't blame him for like getting misty but he walked away and he didn't engage and I thought that was really good I thought that was really smart of Will to not um engage and I loved that other guys also called out Peter I'm like what the actual hell man what is wrong with you but during the fight they just kept throwing out yeah. cliches the entire time to each yeah. other. And I was like, oh, what kind of dumb. made up fight are we watching? <laughs> um, I, w- I did want to say this to you before I hear your other thoughts. Becca made a really interesting point on her podcast, uh, Chatty Broads, hashtag Chatty Broads. sponsored, about how around this time, it's usually around episode three, that the sleep deprivation really kicks in. Because they, these producers, they have them up at all hours. They wake them up obscenely early for ITMs. They keep them up. You try and run away and go for a nap. Uh uh-uh. uh. They find you and they, no, no, come here. We need you for this. Really? Like, <laughs> yes. And so, like, if you consider that as well, ob- and like alcohol, because I'm sure Will has had some drinks. Like, obviously, that's why he got all as upset as he did. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That, like, that kind of put it more in perspective yeah, that, for me. Yeah, that does like, help. This is why. Yeah. 
Um, but other than that drama, let's talk about Martin. Mr. Martin is Mr. Smooth. <laughs> Like checking in on mm-hmm. her initially and then like they're having this conversation and he like suavely takes off his glasses and gives her a smooch. Ooh, okay. I was like, ooh, okay, all right, all right, all okay, right. Okay, Martin. Um Okay, Frosty. And then and then go ahead, Lisa. Talk about it. Talk about your favorite part. Their little extra thing they got to do after he got the rose. Oh, he got the rose. By the by, Martin gets the rose. Sorry. <laughs> the group date rose. Like these Tell me about this players lovely moment. Playing Take Yoke. My Breath Away. Top Gun. Uh, Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, it's from Top Gun. Yes, Take yes, my yes, breath yes, away. Yes. Take Sorry. my breath that is, away. That's what I meant. Do, 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 <laughs> By Jag movie. I apologize. I was like, what is this? A wedding reception? Why do we have a quartet? I mean, because it was in theme with the jagginess of it all. That's why. But it was, it was, I was like, oh, that's what we're doing now? Okay. Yeah, I was like, uh, <laughs> what? But my favorite part of it, it all like, was when yes. like, they've edited it. Whoa, that was hard to yes. say. Edited it <laughs> so that Michelle yes. is doing this whole monologue about how she's really starting to trust yep. these men now a lot mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm, and then Will mm-hmm, is crying mm-hmm. and pulling out the bomber jacket out of the pool at the same time. Yes. I was like, whoever did this is this gold. <laughs> brilliant. And Instead I want to be friends your with you. Ins- yeah, I mean, instead of your catchphrase of right to jail, I right think we jail. need to invent one. F- we need to invent one for like, get a raise. Give that man a raise. <laughs> like, <laughs> gold star. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. Way to be clever. It was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. So that was that on that, I think. I think we've spoken all All I could think enough. of when they were playing um, that string accompaniment. Yeah. Yeah. Was... um. When Jessica Simpson did a cover of Take My Breath Away. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Circa 2001, oh maybe. I forgot that that existed. Yes. yes. Take my mm-hmm. breath away. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Why didn't they bring Jessica Simpson? She probably would have said yes. She would have been like, sure, I'll come. Why not? <laughs> She's like, if you'll promote my shoes. Yeah, I'll come. Yeah. Yeah, basically. that's That was. Yes, I agree. I do have another thought about Martin as well as uh, Malik. And we'll talk about that later when we get to the Jamie stuff. But like, I'm going to give this to him. I'll let him have this moment. But other than that, shall we move on to the one-on-one with Rodney? Oh, I love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. And I just kind of feel bad that this was his date (laughs) because it's at night. First off, he doesn't even get like a day and a night. It's just all at night. And his date is basically, let's tour around the resort, but let's make it truth or dare, where it's all dares and only, and then one truth at the very end. (laughs) Uh, But he did, he did, he took it in stride. I thought he did very well. Um, I loved how the first thing was a blind taste test. I loved that. And... (laughs) man so like that was that was funny oh like remember he like gives her pizza and he's like and she says well i would say this is pizza but you would say this is lasagna or something she was sassy with him i loved it funny oh yes oh yeah hell yeah i loved that um okay the post credit scene i'm just gonna bring it up now because it happened during this date (laughs) they have to photocopy a body part and michelle literally photocopies his face I love that she made him do everything. She's like, this is on you. It's your face. You get to strip. You get to do this. Oh, God. But, like, I just felt really bad because, like, 
whenever you scan something, that light is bright. And if your eye is right next to that light, it's like looking into the sun. You don't do it. It's bad for your eyes. So I was like, no, Rodney, your poor eyeballs. I know. <laughs> but Laser that might just straight be me because I'm like, yeah, I'm just like really sensitive about eye stuff. So I was like, no. <laughs> Oh, and then they had to do a thing where they were looking for a key in like a bunch of balloon boxes. I don't even know, but that was very funny. And then last but not least, ugh, why? Why did they make Rodney run around naked? Why? What was the point? No. Can you tell me why? Like if this was Bachelorette or Bachelor, this would not happen. You would not have a lady strip down run around. Like, no, thank you, ma'am. Why are we doing it to Rodney? <laughs> but I will say, as much as I found it distasteful, he looks good. I was a little surprised. I, I, I think did he's not, cute. I did not think. Yeah, I did not think he was as, uh, what's the word, defined as he was. Like, that me has shape. He like, he looks Did you nice. just say that like, meat oh, has shape? <laughs> I know that's a horrible way to say it. But, like, he's chiseled, right? Like, he's got, it's, like, defined. You know what I mean? He's he's just he looks very nice. That that's my point. That and I'm sorry if me calling has him shape. <laughs> I think we I'm need to just keep to, a okay. list of quotes. Como se dice? <laughs> but that meathead shape. Followed by lots and lots of high ease. <laughs> I just love him so much. I think he's so sweet. Me too. And I think he's fun. Uh, he is. I think he's like I don't know. I feel like He's more of a contender than we thought in the beginning, which like worries me because I feel like he's going to get his heart broken into smithereens. I don't know about you, but I kind of I kind of feel that way. Um, oh, my gosh. Also, I hated that like all the other guys came out of their hotels to watch this happen and that Caitlin and Tasha were just there like, oh, and I, ooh, and I was like, get out of here. Let this man run around naked in peace. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why is everyone coming out to see his bums? Ugh. I don't know. Anyway, so let's move on to, like, the truth part of this, which is where they, like, well, there's two portions, I guess. Technically, they, like, have a conversation on a bed, and then they, like, have the dinner. Both were really good conversations. Um, They were talking about, like, their biggest fears and, like, uh, what was Rodney's? It was, like, that he wouldn't, that he would die before he could, like, be a father and have a family, which I thought was an interesting interesting at first I was like oh okay but like it's sweet that I mean that just shows he really wants to be a dad which is nice I know I was surprised by that yeah like the way he worded it was interesting to me I was like huh okay but like valid fear like listen if that's like that's valid you know um and hers was complacency I believe which also makes sense because she's you know a very go-getter and she wouldn't right I don't know am I saying that right (laughs) I don't know oh god um but then at the dinner Oh, this was just heartbreaking. Um, okay, can we just... Okay, wait. Before I talk about the dinner, can we just, like, talk about how good of an active listener he is? Like, he is listening. Like, totally sponging, oh, yeah, his eyes are like he's talking All about. of his energy, all of his Laser body... Um, Laser focus. ...is just turned towards her. His body language is just yep. very much, like, yep. whatever you say, it's going to go straight into my ear holes. Yep. Although I will say this... <laughs> Like, that's where I got to eventually. But initially, Lisa, (laughs) I thought that he looked like a person who hasn't slept in a week. And he was looking at Michelle like she was a fresh Serta mattress. And all he wanted to do was sleep. Oh, 
Does that make sense? Like staring at her like I am going to have such a good sleep on this Serta mattress. Are you writing these down? (laughs) He looks like somebody who didn't have a week of sleep and he is looking at her like a fresh Serta mattress. Like I don't know how else to describe it. Like or like he hasn't had like water and he's looking at her like you know what I mean? Like it, like that's like the initial vibe I got. But then like eventually I was like, no, 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 no. He's just the king of active listening. And I, I do appreciate it. But initially just like the intensity on his face. Right. I was like, oh, my God, he is going to devour. Yeah, he's just a he's just a, a a shaped piece of meat on a fresh Serta mattress. <laughs> Rodney, if you're listening, I'm not calling you a piece of meat. You are a man of substance. I just think you are a fine looking man. OK, <laughs> Oh yeah. If anyone has contact with Rodney, please email us at hungryrosespod at gmail.com. No! Never speak of this to Rodney. I implore you. Listen. I implore you. Please don't tell him my secret. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's fine. It's, It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, moving on to what was like the meat and potatoes of this dinner. And it was Michelle opening up about shaped a time. Meat? This uh, what shaped meat and potatoes. Is that what I said? I no, meant to say the meat. I'm and just potatoes. teasing you. You said meat potatoes. Oh. But I said shaped oh. meat. And, oh, there it is. Lisa. There it is. <laughs> I'm going to bop you in the nose. Oh my goodness. I'm, I'm going kidding, to I'm bop you. Um, <laughs> just, oh my gosh. Through the phone because we're FaceTiming right now. I'm going to just boop, boop, just bop her right in the What, a, what anyway. a punishment. I'm going to oh, boop God. you. <laughs> going to boop your nose. Michelle opens up about this time that she was called the N-word at a grocery store. And her partner basically told her that she needed to like, like, don't give them the power of being like and be upset about this and like try and move on from it. And instead of like giving her the time and space to heal at her own pace. Right. Which is just horrifying. Like what would possess a person to do that to another person in a grocery store? What I ask you, because it makes I know. no sense. I know it's disgusting. And I felt so bad that she went through that. I was just like, you've got it. Oh, like, ooh, but. The fact that she says that it taught her how that like going forward, she decided she was never going to settle for a partner who like treated her that way or made her feel that kind of way of like instead of giving her the space. Right. Which I thought was really important. So it was just a really good conversation. And Rodney's invested. I think Michelle's invested. She had said something along the lines of this was an important one on one to see if he could cross over from just being in the friend zone with her to like potential relationship status. And it seems like he succeeded in that endeavor, obviously, because he gets the rust. I loved that. I loved Um, that. Me too. Me too. You know, like the and I'm leaving some other things out about how like. Um, how her mom always would like stand up for her dad, right? Because yeah. it's an interracial marriage, and like that was so sweet. And I just, I just love Michelle. I love her so much, and I really hope to the gods above and below that this process works for her and she finds someone because like she deserves She's the world. Lovely. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I think, uh, I, just, I think what's also really nice about all of this is that she is 
because she's struggled in the dating world, she has so much more empathy for these guys who are maybe not the most flashy, but have really good hearts. And so I love that it opens up more consideration for them because of her experience. I just think it's really nice. 100%. 100%. Shall we get into the second group date? (laughs) For which I am calling nightmare fuel for me. Yes. Why did it have to be spoken word, Lisa? Why? Why? So that our friend from Canada could really show us his stuff. How he turned into the target lady of excitement. No, the surprise lady. He turned into the surprise lady. Kristen Wiig. He was so. Oh, he was so freaking excited. (laughs) Literally. Oh, my God. He's going to walk in here. Francisco, who is great. Yeah, basically, that was that. Yeah, 100%. That's what it was. And Ruby Francis or Rudy, sorry. Rudy Francisco is lovely and fantastic. So like obviously he deserves like the fangirling. It was just <laughs> it was just such an interesting juxtaposition to go immediately from that to absolutely no interaction between Rudy and and Chris. Like no interaction. I was like, how did that I mean, surely there was interaction, right? Like what happened there? <laughs> was it awkward? Was it too awkward for TV? <laughs> oh, I there's no that not even possible. <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was interesting because in every other group date like this, they've shown us like a mentoring moment and that like didn't happen here. So I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, And so I was just like, that's interesting. But moreover, I was okay. Okay. I may not have been a fan of this group date, but I but under the circumstances, I felt that they all actually did pretty good except for Jamie. Okay, well, (laughs) yeah. Um, but like Brendan's, for example, I think was probably my favorite. But then he had the, he added this last line at the end that made me want to gag. It was "Do not give up on eternity," and I was like, Bleh. "Oh, I also write that, but, wrote but, that down on eternity." Yeah, but everything before that was lovely. But then he added that line at the end. I was like, "No, please, no, <laughs> why?" Listen, I I feel um, like remember yeah, how in past um seasons were like. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. I had a couple of moments mm-hmm. in this episode where I was like, who's Leroy? Totally forgot about him. <laughs> but I feel like he had some sc- some screen time this week. He did. He did. But they they all did pretty good. And, of course, Chris G was, like, spouting out those lyrics. And I was like, okay, okay, next. I just, I can't. This is too uncomfortable. <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. Um, and even uh, the man I call Dax Shepard, I think his name is Casey. Um, he posted Young his Harrison poem Ford. on, yeah, he posted his poem on Instagram because uh, it didn't get aired. And it was also cute. So, like, these guys did as best they could, and I was happy and proud of them. Okay? Except for Jamie. Ugh. Good golly. I was so annoyed by this. He he. Bas- I think he kind of allegedly lied. I think he, you know, didn't want to be vulnerable and was like, I lost my notebook, so I'm going to just do something else. Okay, bye. <laughs> It's like would you I agree feel with like that? It's sometimes? like they train some of these men to be the villain. It almost feels like contrived. <sighs> Is that just me? There, the, no, it's not. And I maybe okay. I kind of wanted to wait to talk about this until the cocktail party that's coming up. So if you can hold off on that thought, I will get to that. There, I no, think I can't hold off a valid on that point thought. to that. I have <laughs> to have. That's fine. Yeah, let's 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 do that. I can hold it. But I. But I think that there is a point to that. Um, but in in regards to his moment here, Nick Vile made a point that I kind of agreed with, where I think it would have 
been better if he had said, you know what, poetry is not my thing. So bear with me because I'm going to try something different. Like even if he had just been honest and said something like that, like, is it okay if I tell you guys a story instead? That would have like still been not great. And, you know, but like at least he would have been honest, whereas this was just him trying to be overly cool and it just looked gross. You know what I mean? Um, In my opinion. And then the story he told wasn't even it had nothing to do with Michelle. And I was like, my dude, did you get the assignment? Like, (laughs) (laughs) like one of the hosts on Dear Shandy, he made this beautiful. uh, He said this thing that I thought was so hysterical. It's like he went in there and instead of doing a book report on the Lord of Flies, like he was instructed, he was like, I'm going to talk about trees. They, you cut trees down and make paper and then they turn into books. And like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, it was just so funny. And I was like, you know what? That's like literally exactly what he did. He's like, why talk about the Lord of Lies when I can talk about literally anything else? You know what I mean? So I didn't like that. Um, but I loved Michelle's, Michelle's little thing that she wrote out. Um, we've heard bits of it in uh, voiceovers from promos. So like, it was nice to see it like in the context of what it was meant for. But it was really vulnerable and nice. I liked it. Any, any other thoughts about this group date? I just always feel perplexed because I'm watching these things and I feel <laughs> so cringy. And then Michelle yeah. gets on and she's like, I was blown away. All of no, these men put their heart and soul. Though. And I'm like, these women are such better people than I am because I would have been like, yeah. right to jail. <laughs> trap door. I'm a trap door right. you. I'm a trap door you. Trap. I'm a trap door you. <laughs> Wait, pause. I have to. Okay, listeners, listeners. I found on Instagram a clip of a dating show that no longer exists where trapdoors were a thing. And I say to Hooped you, listeners, pants. where is that show? I was laughing so hard. I couldn't I couldn't stop watching it. It was so funny. And I'm like, we need to bring that back. We need the trapdoor. Where is my trapdoor? Where is my trapdoor? <laughs> right to jail. <laughs> But no, that that's valid, Lisa. That's a valid feeling. <laughs> Shall we move on to the cocktail? What I am calling the cocktail party of cockiness. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, we're going to get to your point in a brief moment. But I just have to say that throughout this entire episode, okay, we've gotten multiple moments of Jamie saying that things were, like saying things that were very much the vibe of, yeah, I got this in the bag. Right. But like in multiple variations. And it was. Let's be honest. I did not like it. He's not the most attractive man on the show. He was before. Remember, we loved him in that cream suit. But now we see in his true colors. And now I'm turned off. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the thing. It's like I'm sure that a lot of this is editing. Right. Like a lot of like. Sorry. Like the order in which we're hearing these things is editing, not the fact that he said them. He said them. They're out there. But like the context is editing perchance. Like, I, and I hate trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I feel like I have to try and look at the big picture here. I don't want to just like come for him. You know what right. I mean? Um, But like all that, but like, and I can accept like the editing aspect of it, but it didn't make it any less hard to swallow for me. Like it was hard to watch. And when Jamie does get his one-on-one time with Michelle, like it was fine, but I didn't feel lightning bolts between them. Like I did during their one-on-one, you know? So to me, I'm like the lesson here, my friend is that even if you're that confident and I'm fine with confidence, if you're that confident, cool, but be chill about it. Right? Like huzzah for confidence, but you got to play the long game and chill the fook out. Hello. Hello. Ugh. Um, 
And oh, okay, Lisa, I don't know if you noticed this, but like when he kissed her, he looked directly at the camera and I wanted to explode. Ew. I was like, ew, 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 ew. Did you notice? No. Did you not notice that? I might post a screenshot on Instagram. I was like, oh, this is awful. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Um, yeah, I, I did not like. Right to jail. Um, what else? What else? What else? Okay, so let me just read you some quotes that he has said throughout this episode. Okay. Facts just being anything that's meant for me will never land in another man's lap. It's not a concern for me. At the end of my journey, I know I get the girl. And I'm like, maybe you do. But spoiler alert, it sure won't be Michelle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Ugh. Something else he said. It would be nice to get a rose at the end of this so I don't have to pack. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah, I didn't like that. No. I didn't like that one bit. When I or I'm looking at a person who was staring me back in the eyes and I can tell she's like captivated. Was she? I know. Jamie, are you sure? <laughs> or was she just happy to see you? Are we sure she was captivated? Is that the word choice we're going with here? I was like, <laughs> okay, boo-boo. Oh, how do I feel about the group date, Rose? I've got that in the bag. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, because she gives the rose to Brendan for the second time. And literally, Lisa, I can't remember a time when someone got a group date two times in a row. Can you? Like, that's very rare. Very, very rare. And moreover, I... I feel I need to apologize to Brendan, a.k.a. bed guy, because I was like, these are pity roses. And now I'm like, maybe they're not. <laughs> <laughs> he, he may be a contender that I have to look out for now. Because <laughs> he is a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. He's very kind. I just I'm still confused. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, they had a very intense smooch, I will say, when they had their bit of one on one time. Um Anyway, let's get to this business with Jamie pulling a producer because he's so uppity about not getting the rose. Do you do you want to talk about it? You want to talk yeah, about let's it? Talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> How, your feelings on that? Just tell me your feelings on that. <laughs> or wait, wait. I lied to you. Can I tell you something before yeah, you tell me your me, feelings tell on me. that? Nick Vile made a point that I a hundred percent agree with. You can never trust a producer. Like, yes. they will make you think they're your friend, right? So, like, that's what I was gonna say, it, actually. Oh, beautiful. Then tell me, tell me your feelings. Just on that this. they're tell like, me, come me. in. Oh, we see you're frustrated, Jamie. Like, come in, tell us about it. Meanwhile, they've bugged the room, mm. and he probably thinks <laughs> that no one can hear what he's saying, and he's just like talking some yeah. trash about everyone, oh, yeah. Michelle included. Oh yeah, I wrote down the whole thing, and I'm sure it's Frankenbitten. I'm sure that there that like some of this is from other things like that we don't have the full context of. Um, shall I read it to you? Please. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm so ready. And again, I Franken-bitten this together because I think the whole thing is Franken-bitten. But here we go. Quote, I'm like really competing with Brandon for a woman's attention. You're telling me that we're in the same league. And I'm like, we're not even beeping close. Like, I got to wait six weeks to get to the end of this. I really feel like it would be... Oh, I really felt like it would be a stronger group of guys. How's that nationwide search? Where are they at? I think that the challenging part with Michelle right now is that she's basically just in beeping spring break mode. It's a little bit of a turnoff. If you genuinely thought that your husband was in the room, like, do you go on spring break mode? I mean, I'm not going to judge it. Doesn't mean I can't make fun of it. End quote. Oh. Does it? That <laughs> sentence doesn't really make any sense. 
you think it can't get worse and then it does. You think it can't. He can't possibly say something more terrible and then he yeah. does. Oh, ooh. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. And I'm sure that the producer was egging him on the whole time, right? I'm sure the producer was like, oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Blah, blah, blah. And like laughing with him because he's laughing a lot through this, too. It's not even like he's yelling at the producer. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's like it seems like they kind of lured him in and asked him some kind of tricky questions. False sense of security. False sense of security. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. And you know what? I'm going to talk about this now because we're going to get into it when we talk about the rose ceremony. I had another thought. And again, I am not trying to defend this man because I don't like him. Again, we've seen his true colors. And I don't like what what I see. Okay. Except we don't love him. (laughs) But you know what I mean? I, is there a possibility? Because he says later on when he's confronted by the dudes about why he didn't speak up and all this stuff, which we'll get into, that he was in his room the whole time. Right. And part of me is like, oh, my God, what if he was and these producer friends of his were telling him what was going on outside? Right. Mm -hmm. Like was whispering it in his ear and telling him what the guys were talking about in the house. Like, is that possible? Perchance. But like, oh, it just puts a really gross taste in my mouth because like I'm not trying to defend him because he's like lying up the wazoo. Like the amount of times he lies is horrible. So like, but I just don't know what to believe, right? Like the producers are giving us a villain edit to the tease, but I'm like, I I just have a really hard time believing that they're showing me everything I need to see to make an actual decision on this. Does that make sense? But God, the fact that he's like, the like, sorry, I'm like so angry. I can't even speak. The fact that he is saying that Michelle's in spring break mode. Do you realize what the connotation of that is? Go on. He's slush shaming her. Because like what, you know, like the whole thing of spring break is like having a spring break and like having a time and like play in the field. You know, I, I mean, I don't know. I never had a proper spring break, but that's what I gather. Yeah, she's just <laughs> like out to have some break. fun. Yeah. And like, I thought that that was really gross because she is a classy lady and she's not doing that. She's not doing that. She's just trying to explore her options. That's what the point of the show is. And I just feel like. He thought that by opening the floodgates of vulnerability himself with telling her his story, that it was game over and that he was going to be the one at the end of this. And I'm like, that's not how this no, works. Ma'am. That's no, not sir. How any of this works. Like, I mean, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Sorry, I keep <laughs> just spouting out over here. <laughs> I just, I'm curious to know what his thought process was behind this. Like, I'm just going to mm. go out and talk to these producers and I'm just going to say all sorts of trash and not expect it to get back to anyone. And Ugh. I mean, he had a lot of audacity, right? Like he didn't, he mm, didn't speak up it. about all the audacity <laughs> things and didn't think that that would get back to anyone. And he <sighs> just talks some really bold trash to producers yep. And yep. thinks that it's not going to get back to him. He doesn't think that he has to participate in any of these group dates because she is captivated mm-hmm. by him. Ew, I it's hate ick. that. I, it's a I giant still, ick. Ugh. Ick. Yes, that's the word. Ick. That is the word. <laughs> word of the day is ick. Thank you, Lisa. Um, so let's get into the rose ceremony. Let's let's get in. Um, oh, wait. But before we get in, at the top of the rose, the rose, like, cocktail hour, if you will, I loved how Michelle and Nate had this cute, like, let's run off together moment where they were, like, fleeing from the cameras. I thought that was very cute. 
they're very cute i like them together i know do do you agree do you agree (laughs) nate i don't know i i I can i think that they do have some chemistry but i'm still trying to warm up to him okay that's fair i don't know i don't know i mean i I think it was easier for me to warm up to him in this episode because he was spilling so many truth bombs that I was like, yes, yes. You know, like I was living. So I think that's why I'm perchance a little more warm. But like, I get you. You need some more time. That's okay. We'll get there, Lisa. We will get there together. (laughs) Baby steps. We're all in this together. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just sang High School Musical. (laughs) Is that Sondheim? I think I thought so. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, yeah. Welcome. Anyway, (laughs) Rick is the one. Like, dun dun dun. I don't. I mean, whatever. Like, music you want to insert in this moment. Rick is the one that brings up to Michelle that everyone and their mother was confused by what had gone down at the rose ceremony the week prior because as far as he knew, no one in the house was talking about the things she said were being talked about. To which Michelle reveals that it's Jamie. And uh, here's a little tidbit for you, Lisa. Uh, She went on Bachelor Happy Hour, Michelle did, to the other Becca's podcast. And she she said that the reason she hadn't disclosed that it was Jamie until this moment was because she... Sorry, was because since he had been so vulnerable with her during their one-on-one, she was trying to protect him. Uh, Like, she's so good. She's such a good person. (laughs) I can't. I just, it kills me how good she is. She really to these is. <laughs> God almighty. So obviously, Rick is shooketh by this information, immediately goes to talk to Nate and Dax Shepard, aka Casey, aka Harrison Ford about it. And instead of just talking about it with themselves, Nate is like, uh uh-uh, uh, let's get Jamie up here <laughs> and immediately confronts him. And I thought this scene was nuts nuts bananas um oh man like what were your thoughts like jamie's talking in circles he's saying things like so my comment to michelle or sorry quote so my comment to michelle was that well it wasn't necessarily even my comment to michelle clears his throat i'm like yes it was my dude it was a hundred percent your comment to michelle so blatantly (laughs) like evading the questions and they evade, didn't even evade, make evade. any sense evade his city. answers uh-huh yep evade city and and someone i think it could have been vile files it could have also been chatty broads i think he's very used to talking his way out of things yeah or like out of sticky situations like which i hate to say is like sales many but like it kind of is in a weird way if you have that talent to like get yourself out of any tricky situation that you find yourself in anyway but he says quote there's been conversation going on the entire day throughout the house. But then later on says he can't identify who was part of those conversations because he was in his room all day, which is what I talked about before. And I'm like, may, like the only way that that makes sense if he was in fact in his room all day is if the producers were coming in and out and telling him what they were talking about. Because as I said <laughs> last week, I like, I hate to bring this up again, but it's like everyone noticed the chemistry between Joe and Michelle. They did. And so it wouldn't surprise me if they were talking about that in the house when they came back from that group day. Like no one can convince me that that didn't happen, that they all just went back and played nice. Like, I don't believe that. Right. I feel like there were conversations. No, but I just, there's no way to prove it. Right. (laughs) Ah, Do you get what I'm saying? Am I going crazy? (sighs) I just, I was really proud of Nate for being so. Me too. Oh, me too. 
Like, he wasn't rude. He was just holding him no. accountable. Very matter of fact. Yeah. Yes. Very matter of fact. It was very satisfying um, to watch. Oh, yes, it was. I mean, it was similar to the week prior, again, with, like, Malik and Martin and Spencer talking to Jamie, where, like, Jamie was trying to talk to them and stir the pot. And I'm just going to bring it up now. I will say I'm a little side eye with Martin and Malik and Spencer, all three of them, because they all knew it was Jamie. And it didn't really hit me until I watched this episode. They all knew that Jamie was the one talking about this, and they said nothing. Yeah. In the moment. And so, like, it kind of irks me a little bit because once this finally does come to light, Spencer and Martin and Malik are all still quiet about it. I mean, like, they're participating in it, but they're, like, quiet because they knew, right? Ugh. Sorry. It's fine. Like, I like Martin, but I'm like, Martin, <laughs> you knew. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Nate call, like you were saying, is calling Jamie out left, right, and center about how his stories are making no sense. Um, as well as the fact that Jamie is ta- talking about viewers and episodes. And he's Nate, like, this isn't even says, edited yet. Like, yeah, he's like, Fook the viewers. Episodes. Why are you talking about episodes? <laughs> and Jamie's trying to be like, you don't get it. You don't get it. I'm like, no, Jamie, you're the you're the one that don't get it. My man, you're the one. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Oh, tell me your thoughts, Lisa. I feel like I keep cutting you off. I'm sorry. No, I just... <laughs> It was fascinating how bold some of these men are. Like, Jamie's just, like, Mm. thinks he's going to coast through all of this with zero repercussions. And it was just really satisfying to watch these men be like, hold up. And have these adult conversations where they're like, can we talk about this? Um, Also, your responses (laughs) aren't answering our questions, and you're making zero sense. Yes! And... You're obviously <laughs> trying to get around this. You're clearly guilty. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh, my God. And when Nate is like, are you intimidated by Joe? And like, I played this in slow motion. Jamie's face went through an array of emotions within the span of three seconds. <laughs> He's like, no, of course I'm not. What are you talking about? I'm not. I'm not. No. He's like the most unbothered, bothered person on this show. He is. Like, Totally unbothered. He's like trying to be so chill about it. He's like, oh, I'm not bothered. I'm not. Am I bothered? Am I bothered though? I'm not bothered. And it's like, yes, you are. You're very bothered. <laughs> Sorry to say, Jamie, you're very bothered. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. Can't it was be very bothered. satisfying. Yeah, it was very satisfying to watch that. And then yada, 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 all of the dudes finding out that it was Jamie, they all come for him and it's a mess because he's still acting like he did nothing wrong. And uh, yeah, so like that, that's what happens before Michelle comes down the stairs. Ooh, are we ready to talk about this confrontation Please or do you get have us started? <laughs> this was fascinating because Jamie is trying to, in front of everyone, to Michelle, pull what I call like a wink, wink, like... This is how this conversation happened. Remember that, Michelle? Like trying to like get her to play along, if you will. (laughs) And he was basically trying to like, it's all semantics, saying that he didn't tell Michelle specific people were responsible, that it was just the vibe of the house. Right? Am I right right about that? Mm -hmm. Um, But homegirl shuts that down. She sure did. She shuts it down. like so great to watch. Like the look in her face 
looking at him trying to squirrel his way out of this, I was like, if she could smite you with her eyeballs right now, she would. Like, she is not playing around. She is done with this. Smite you with her eyeballs. I mean, seriously, like she had him in her in his in her crosshairs and all she had to do was blink and he would have been like poof <laughs> dust instantly. <laughs> it was like Aah! and I don't know if that was like the teacher and her coming out. That was like, you know, I don't know. But it was beautiful. It was a beautiful thing to see. But she basically was like, you said X, Y, Z. Are you telling me that you did that as a preve- preventative measure to protect me? And he's like, yeah, no, of course. Like that's yeah. Duh, duh, duh. And then she says something that just like about made me hurl out of my chair just like fly out of my chair she said quote do you realize what actually happened (laughs) I know it was it was such a like mom moment where she's like okay that's cute thanks for your version let me tell you what actually happened and then you're gonna have to put your socks and shoes on because I'm taking you outside yeah, no, that's literally that's literally what it was. Because she said, by you trying to be proactive for me, you brought this characteristic and this question into this entire world. It became a thing it wasn't. And that's where I'm really struggling with you right now. I died. Lisa, I died. I was, oh, sorry. What were you going to say? Oh, my God. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <sighs> Nelly, Nelly. And then again, with Grace, she's like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't. Like, I didn't want to talk about this in front of all of you. I'm sorry about that. So, Jamie, let's go. Like, she. <laughs> I love it. She's she like a good. I mean, she had like her teacher so pants well. on for sure. Oh, 100%. But I will again say, like, her point is valid. But I'm going to stick to my original opinion on this. And I think that if he had, had just had the capacity to be honest with himself and with her when he approached this initial conversation with her and like. You know, and said, like, I'm struggling with this because of how vulnerable I was with you on our one-on-one. And now, like, I'm remembering this thing that my friend said. And I just would like to clear this between you and I. Right? Like, if he had approached it that way instead of going through all of these hoops that he went through, I feel like this could have been a lot different. Right? Yes. I just, I think he is just, has a lot still that he has to work on within himself. And he hasn't done that work. I think it's very clear that he has not done that work. And I don't know if he's going to do it. I hope he does for himself because I want the best for him. I want the best for all of these people. But it's just so glaringly obvious that he has a lot more work to do. You know? He has. You know what I mean? Yes. Clearly. But all that being said, I do feel. Yeah. 100%. Clear. I just. But all that being said, I do have to say this one other thing. And then we can finally get to the end of this. I do not agree at all with the amount of hate that he's getting like I will never understand what makes people think that it's okay to just completely eviscerate people with violent words over the internet over like when they don't know them right like I hate that and he is getting that and he's posting screenshots of it and I'm like I don't like that at all and like end of story right there's no but there right (laughs) like he doesn't deserve that so I really hope people calm down and they stop sending him that kind of hate because it's really gross to see. You know what I mean, it, I can't um, even fathom a situation where I would feel Lisa, justified in sending something. No, never. Not like I don't have to like your behavior, but I'm never going to like come for a person and be like, bah, bah, bah. like the things that people are saying to him are horrible. Lisa, like I was looking at it and it's atrocious and he leaves his comments on and people are saying horrible things under his Instagram posts. And I'm like, guys, this is not the way. This yeah. is not the way <laughs> that you like try and air quotes teach this man to like 
be better. Like, this is not it. This is just totally unproductive. So I wish the best. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'm jumping ahead of myself. In the end, she walks him out because she says that her trust in him is broken. And bye. Out he goes. <laughs> yeah. she. It's like she didn't even. This is what I love about her. This is why this season is so fulfilling because she's just like. Yes. She's not waiting for like the rose ceremony to kick people out. She's just like, let's go to the door. Get him out. Yep. I'll see like, you to I'm gonna the door. I'm going to have a conversation right with now. you. And then I'll see. Yeah, exactly. And then I'll see you to the door. I'm going to like say this to your face and then I'm going to you're going to exude stage right out of my life. (laughs) Like, whoo. And it was just fascinating to me that he didn't fight it. Not that I thought he would. I kind of a little bit thought he would, but like he didn't fight it. But you could see it in his face that he was just like totally confused and totally caught off guard. And the whole ride in the car, he's speechless. He like can't even say anything, which is also interesting to me. Um, ugh, I just, ugh. I mean, I'm glad he's gone because I really just could not with him anymore. He was driving me crazy. And, you know, on Instagram, he's saying that he's surrounded by family and friends who are all being supportive. And I'm happy about that. But I also hope that he, you know, does the work that he needs to do on himself because Yikes. clearly there is work to be done, right? I don't know. Any other thoughts before we get to the who we lost? No. <laughs> we say bye. Bye, Jamie. Bye, Jaime. Bye, bye, bye. I even like say that because we lose four people and I was like, sing bye, bye, bye to the following individuals. <laughs> Pizza printer. Printer. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bad bye and like ew like the way the pizza printer like hugged her goodbye i was grossed out i was like get out of here get out of here leave get leave. out right leave now. right Go. now it's the end of yeah <laughs> it's the end of you and her it's too late can't wait for <laughs> you wait to, for be you gone. to be gone <laughs> yeah exactly count me in lisa count me and give me some titanic Ooh. clint eastwood's long lost grandson spencer and Malik, the end. <laughs> so wait, did we lose five people? We lost five. I thought it was Good. four. Just kidding. Get out. We lost five people. Let's drain and, the swamp. Listen, drain the swamp. Drain it. Drain it. Not that these people are swampy, except for Pizzapreneur and Jamie. They're kind of swampy, but it's fine. Whatever. I digress. <laughs> um, I wasn't like too heartbroken about Clint Eastwood's long lost grandson because like we didn't get any time with him. Malik, I kind of felt bad about. Uh, but like also karma because he was like Rodney's not getting that rose right or something like that didn't he like have something sassy to say about Rodney he was like I love Rodney he's funny but he's not gonna win this and then like he gets sent home instead I was like ooh karma (laughs) I just uh, I see these men and I'm like who are you have we seen you before (laughs) like did you have any sort of contact with her during this time because I don't remember Clint Eastwood. Yeah, not that we saw at all. At all. Is he LT? I think that's LT. I'm not positive. I think that's who he is. But um, yeah, nothing. Goose egg. Goose egg from him. So I wasn't. Did we ever know, figure out what the L and T stood for? I don't think we did. Nope. We sure did not get to know him well enough to know what that stood for. It sounds like a type of <laughs> Honda, like a Honda Civic LT. It does. It does, Lisa. Okay, TM, TM, Honda, don't steal that from us. <laughs> TM, TM, TM. TM, TM, TM. <laughs> kidding, I'm kidding. Shall we get on to the promo? There's not really much to say. I'm just going to, I'm going to just zip through this real quick. Um, It looks like Martin's going to get a one-on-one. Like, it looks like Martin and then Rick, perchance, get one-on-ones. Martin gets to drive some fast cars with Michelle 
And then it looks like Rick and Michelle are at this place called Sandia in New Mexico, Albuquerque, but I'm sure that's not what it is. But it's one of these like lifts that takes you from the bottom of a really tall mountain to the top of a tall mountain, but it's like in a fancy lift. I don't know. I just, I'm familiar with the one that's at Sandia in New Mexico, but so that looks fun. Um, it could be a future one-on-one though. Who knows? We have a shirtless Brandon and Olu like squaring up against each other. And I'm like, why? No more violence, please. And thank you. I'm done with this. (laughs) Um, we have something that looks like sleepover twister. It's like, they're all in like I don't know, robes and stuff. Did you notice that? And they were like going to play Twister or something. I was like, okay. I love that you've called it Sleepover Twister. <laughs> like sexy Twister, Sleepover Twister. I don't oh. know. It just like was giving me those vibes. I couldn't really tell because they were like shirtless, but then some of them had robes on. Others had boxers on. I'm like, what's happening here? Is this Sleepover? Like what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, It looks like Chris S, a.k.a. Zoolander Man, is going to become the next villain because he we get a clip of him making this announcement at at a rose ceremony, I'm guessing, that people there think they have it in the bag. And I'm like, he's not wrong, I guess, because there are definitely some confident people in this batch that are left. But like, I don't know, like, was it necessary to do this? I don't think so. Was it a producer push per chance? IDK. It's confusing. <laughs> IDK. <sighs> IDK. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Uh, my BFF Jill. No, I'm just kidding. I Sorry. Feel Anyone like remember there's that a lack anyway. <laughs> of drama in this season. Yeah, I mean, now that Jamie is gone and Pizza Burner are but gone, like, yeah, even in these be trailers, to see how that picks up. You know, like all of the last yeah. seasons, we've just been like, oh my gosh, what is the crying about? <laughs> And it seems so tame. Does that just me? Yeah. I'm, and I'm not mad at that. I really, the tameness doesn't bother me because I'm like, again, my body is still recovering from being thrown down a flight of stairs perpetually with no end in sight. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> but we'll see. I mean, we'll see how it, you know, because at the end of the trailer, Nate is kind of like, towering over Chris S because mind you he's a giant and Chris S is normal size like you and I I think um and there's like this confrontation where like Nate is coming for Chris and Chris is like (laughs) what is he what does he say he's like kind of implying that Nate is gonna like harm him in some way he's like yo back off bro like don't touch me or something like stupid like that and I'm like oh my god Nate what happened to you talking about not engaging in behavior like this (laughs) Where did that go? Did it fly out the window? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm so, so confused by these dates too. Like I'm like, what? Yeah. What are we doing? Why are so know. many cars? I'm not, not a clue. Why? <laughs> and like, what's weird about it is that we know that at some point they leave the resort. Like, I mean, they've already left it a couple times for some of the one-on-ones, but like we know that there is going to be a couple of times where they're like away from the resort. So I'm like, why... I don't know. It's it's hard to tell if, like, s- quarantine situations were not, like, do you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, at some point, I think it gets lifted and they're allowed to go out and about. I don't know. It's confusing. So we'll see. Listen, I'm excited. I'm invested. This was a good episode. I'm excited for next week. I can't not wait. Very excited. <laughs> I love that you are How do you feel? How do you feel? Uh. Oh, I'm riled. Girl, I'm, I am I am in the just in the outcome of this season. I love how they just have to find a new villain when one gets yep. kicked off. Yep. 
And low key, high key, I'm like, did they know that she was going to walk Jamie out right then and there? Like they had no time to try and convince her to let him stay. You know what I mean? There was none of that. She was like, out. Leave. Yeah. Goodbye. Um, so we'll see what happens. I'm very excited. Okay. okay, okay. I have a question um, for you. Oh, yes. If you question? had to predict question? right now who she's going to end up with, Ooh. who would you guess? <sighs> okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like my top three right now are Nate, Joe, and Rodney. Mm. I feel, I don't know who my fourth pick is, but I feel like those three are going to be at the top and I feel like Rodney's going to get his heart broken and it's going to be between Nate and Joe at this point. Um, Because I know that Brandon is like kind of, well, Martin and Brandon are also contenders, but like, I need more information and data points to see how that progresses. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not sold on who my fourth pick is just yet. I would love for it to be Olu, but we just haven't had any time with him. Um, so I'm going to give you my top three, but between Nate and Joe, I feel like it's going to be Nate. I don't know why I feel like she's going to want Joe, but something's going to go with Joe. Something's going to go awry and it's going to be Nate at the end. What do you think? What about you? Yeah, I think Joe is going to go relatively far just because she's got such a crush on him. Mm-hmm. But it seems like Rodney's going to get his heart broken. There's like, a, oh. I remember in the trailer earlier, there's like him just weeping, right? Oh, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, 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 I think Nate and Brendan might get pretty far. Obviously, Clayton doesn't okay. win, so we can knock him out. Ugh. Like, I'll be really annoyed if he winds up top four. If it's like Clayton, Joe, Nate, and I'm missing someone, and Rodney. Like, if it's those four at the top, Brandon. Because like we got no time. I don't care. Yeah, I would rather it be Brendan because I frankly don't care about Clayton at all. Like, they have not made me want to care about well, him. And you really also at know all. that he doesn't like, win Ugh. anyway. So you kind of, like, take him out of the running in your brain. <sighs> I guess that's fair. That's a fair statement. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah, that's that's a good top four. So your top four are Brendan, Nate, Joe, and Rodney. Is that correct? Sure. So we'll we'll see. I, I yeah, I feel comfortable with those predictions. <laughs> But it's all a matter of how we get there. It's the journey, Lisa. It is the journey. <laughs> it's it's all about falling down the stairs we call the Bachelorette. Uh. <laughs> So, y'all, you know the drill. Follow us and download and subscribe on all the platforms where we uh, have our podcast, which is literally everywhere. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, like iHeartRadio. We're everywhere. CastBox, like so many places. Um, leave a review if you're able. Give us the five stars. Comment. It like it really does help get us out there to the people. Somewhere um. <laughs> out there. Yes. Um, send us an email if you have thoughts and or predictions about the season. We would love to hear from you. Our email is hungryrosespod at gmail.com. Follow us on the Instagram for my tweets that I am posting from other people. I take screenshots and just post them there for your enjoyment. Um, I think that's everything. Oh, and we host on Podbean. So please follow us there as well. It really, really does help. So y'all till next time, stay hungry. And keep your meat shaped <laughs> like a fresh Serta. <laughs> I should have known that. <laughs> he was looking at her like a fresh Serta. <laughs> keep your meat shaped.
Goodbye.